Do you ever wish that you could manage intense emotions more confidently? Anger, hurt, grief, worry, and other intense feelings can be overwhelming. If you find yourself feeling out of control or overly emotional, then you'll appreciate this episode. If you're ready to regain control of your feelings and live a calmer, more balanced life, we've got a great starting point for you today. Hi, welcome to Your Great Journey. Each week, we offer you brief tips, techniques, and insights to help you move in positive directions and master big change. For more information, please visit yourgreatjourney.com. Your Great Journey is brought to you by audiobook publisher Wetware Media. Wetware Media publishes a wide variety of personal transformation audiobooks available from any major online audiobook retailer. For more information, please visit wetwaremedia.com. That's W-E-T-W-A-R-E-M-E-D-I-A.com. In this episode, we're sharing an excerpt from the popular audiobook, Calming the Emotional Storm, Using Dialectical Behavior Therapy Skills to Manage and Balance Your Life, by Sherry Van Dyke. Sherry draws from her extensive experience teaching dialectical behavior therapy skills to offer a comprehensive audiobook full of helpful tips for managing intense emotions. Sherry discusses three different ways we think about the events and people in our lives. At any time, we can be processing with our emotional mind, our reasonable mind, or our wise mind. While all three ways of thinking have their own benefits, to best manage your emotions, you want to address challenges with your wise mind. Sherry teaches us how to access the wisest part of our minds, expand our self-awareness, and begin living an emotionally harmonious life. Don't just react. Choose how to act. Emotion dysregulation means you tend to react emotionally to things other people wouldn't typically react to. It also means that your reaction tends to be more intense than the situation warrants and that you take longer to recover or to get back to your usual self than the average person. But life doesn't have to be like this. This chapter will show you how you can choose to act rather than just continue to react from your emotions. Three Different Ways of Thinking We all have three ways of thinking about things, from our emotional self, from our reasoning self, and from our wise self. In DBT, these skills are known as emotional mind, reasonable mind, and wise mind. When you have problems regulating your emotions, you tend to spend more time in your emotional self. However, there are other ways of thinking about things, and you can learn how to get to these states with some practice. The Emotional Self Max knew that he was a reactive person. He would often feel an emotion and just go with it, acting on his feeling without thinking too much about what the consequences might be. One day, he and his girlfriend, Victoria, had a disagreement. They lived in a small apartment, and they had already been asked to keep down the noise level, because sometimes they got quite loud when they argued. As their disagreement started to escalate, Victoria tried to remind Max of their previous warning about noise, but this triggered even more anger in him, and he began to yell and throw things, eventually even punching the wall. Not only did his aggressive behavior scare Victoria into breaking up with him, but it also resulted in their being evicted from the apartment and having to pay for damages. 
Max is someone who often acts from his emotional self. When you're thinking from this perspective, your emotions control your behavior. Rather than thinking about how you'd like to act in a situation, your emotions take over and you simply react. This can happen with any emotion. Like Max, you might act out physically or lash out verbally when you're angry. When you're feeling anxiety, your emotional self would have you avoid the situation that's causing this feeling. For example, you may feel fearful about attending a social event you've been invited to, so you end up not going. When you're feeling sad or depressed, generally your emotional self causes you to withdraw from others, isolate yourself, and reduce or even stop your normal activities. You might find that you have this tendency to react from any emotion, or you might find that you can manage most of your emotions but struggle with one or two. Either way, acting from your emotional self is usually not in your best interest in the long run. But your emotions make it difficult for you to really consider the consequences of your actions. Acting from your emotional self can also include acting on positive feelings. Perhaps you can think of a time when you felt so excited about something that you called all your friends to share the news. Or you may recall a moment when you felt such a deep welling up of love for someone that it brought tears to your eyes. So even though your emotional self can get you into trouble, you don't want to get rid of it. Instead, you can learn to find more of a balance in your life and have more control over how you think about things. The Reasoning Self Aileen is someone who often finds that she acts from her reasoning self. Rather than going with her feelings, she has to really think things through before she acts. In fact, she has a tendency to discount her emotions. Aileen was a teacher in a small town. She enjoyed her job, working at a small grade school where the students were fairly well-behaved. She loved her little house, she liked the neighborhood she lived in, and she had many friends in the area. One spring, at a conference, she met the principal of a high school in a bigger town about an hour from where she lived. They spent the day together talking about their schools and what they liked and disliked about their jobs. A few weeks later, Aileen received a phone call from this principal, offering her a job at the high school for that September. Taking the job would mean that Aileen would either need to relocate or have her commute increase from about 10 minutes to nearly an hour. Aileen thought long and hard about this offer. She considered the new experience that would come with this opportunity. She thought about the increase in income that the job would provide and how useful that extra money would be. She considered the fact that the new school was closer to her family and that relocating would mean that she could visit her elderly parents more often. Based on these things, Aileen decided to take the new job. But what she didn't consider in making this decision was how she felt about these factors. She failed to consider her emotional attachment to her house, her neighborhood, her friends and colleagues, the students she had come to know so well. She didn't consider how she felt about moving to a bigger school and a bigger town, where people were more anonymous and less connected to one another. Acting from your reasoning self means that you're using logical or factual thinking. When you're in your reasoning self, you don't usually experience emotions. And if you do, these emotions are small, not intense, and easily disregarded. Aileen's situation is one example of the reasoning self. But some everyday examples would include when you're writing out a list of things you need to pick up at the store, when you're balancing your checkbook, 
or when you're planning a weekend camping trip with family or friends. While you can see from Max's situation that it's not helpful to think only from your emotional self, Aileen's situation demonstrates that it's also not effective to consider things only from your reasoning self. Ideally, you want to find a balance between these two states and act more often from your wise self. The wise self. Acting from your wise self is about finding a balance between your emotional and reasoning self and following your intuition about what's in your best interest in the long run. Your wise self has you considering what you think about a situation, what your feelings are about it, and what the consequences of your actions will be, and then basing your decision on these three things. In other words, when you're acting from your wise self, you're choosing how to act rather than simply reacting. When you have problems managing your emotions, it often feels as if you have no wise self or even no reasoning self. Everything happens from your emotional self. But this isn't the case. Everyone has a wise self. Some people simply have more difficulty accessing it in themselves. First of all, you have to remember that acting from your wise self doesn't necessarily involve taking a big, important action. It could be something as small as getting out of bed in the morning when you feel so depressed or anxious that you don't think you'll really be able to function. It could be making dinner for your family, even when you're feeling so lousy that you just want to curl up and hide. It could be going to work in the morning, even though all you want to do is throw the covers over your head and go back to sleep. It could be biting your tongue when you want to say something really hurtful to someone you love. It may help to think back to a time when a little voice in the back of your head said, Oh no, you're going to regret this later. Or, Stop, you really don't want to do that. Or, Come on, you know you'll feel better if you get out of bed and shower. At the time, you may or may not have listened to this little voice, but it was your wise self, reminding you that you are not at the mercy of your emotions. You can choose how you'd like to act. Now that you know that this little voice is your wise self, you may find that you're able to listen to it more often. But if that fails to happen right away, don't be discouraged. As you continue to read this book and learn about the DBT skills, you'll get to practice accessing your wise self, and you'll be able to use it more. It's important to be aware that your wise self might feel somewhat like your emotional self, because both have emotions connected to them. But keep in mind that when you're in your emotional self, you're reacting from your emotions rather than choosing how to act. You can also tell you're in your emotional self when the emotions are intense and you feel like you're caught up in them. When you're in your wise self, by contrast, you still feel the emotions, but you don't feel controlled by them. Instead, you feel a sense of calm or peace, or at least a feeling of being in control, even though the emotions are present. Thanks for listening to this excerpt from the audiobook, Calming the Emotional Storm, using dialectical behavior therapy skills to manage and balance your life. You can purchase the complete audiobook from any major online audiobook retailer. If you'd like more information, please visit yourgreatjourney.com. Please be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. And if you like the show, please rate it and review it. And please share it with friends who might also enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. 
Your Great Journey is brought to you by audiobook publisher Wetware Media. Wetware Media publishes a wide variety of personal transformation audiobooks available from any major online audiobook retailer. For more information, please visit wetwaremedia.com. That's W E T W A R E M E D I A.com.